reading from the first from the first letter of Saint John beloved let us love one another because love is of God everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God whoever is without love does not know God for God is love in this way the love of God was revealed to us God sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might have life through him and this is love not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. The word of the Lord. So looking at that first reading from the first epistle of St. John, we see this theme that repeats over and over and over again in the Gospel of John and in his epistles. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. And if you do not love your brother whom you can see, you do not love God whom you have not seen. It's interesting because Saint John the Divine, as well as the other apostles, when you read the writings of Saint Paul, you, you, you hear the same thing define the Christian life as the life of love, a life of caring for one another. And we see this varying fruit in the very beginning of the books of the Acts of the Apostles on the day of Pentecost, Peter preaches, Peter preaches, 5,000 people are added to the church, they're all baptized that day, and immediately those who had traveled to Jerusalem from far away began selling their properties and their lands and things that were distant because they were resettling in Jerusalem, but they were taking the profits from, from these sales and giving them to the, and the apostles so that the poor could be taken care of. So that the poor in the church were, were watched, were cared for, were looked out after. Because suddenly they understood that this redemptive act of Christ made us all a family. And so naturally we want to care for the people in our family. So the hallmark of the Christian life, and especially particularly in this very first century, is love. And so when people love one another, when people ma manifest love for their neighbors, their love for their fellow believers in the church, then St. John says we know that they're born of God because they have love for one another. But those who would not love, well, they can't know God, they, whom they haven't seen, if they don't love their brother whom they have seen. Now, this description of love, it means a lot of different things. It means a lot of different things then, and it means a lot of different things now. We use love in a variety of different ways, and we have a number of different words that we use for love, like affection, companionship. We have a lot of different ways that we talk about love. And in the New Testament, that absolutely is true. There are three principal words that the Greeks used for love. And one of them, what we would call brotherly love, uh, or phileos, to have brotherly love for one another. And it's, it's a sibling kind of love. You know, when we have our siblings, we, all, you know, we always have them. And that's a good thing. And if uh, you know, we may be close to them or not so close to them, different families are different. And 
might be close to some siblings and not close to others, but we always love them as our, as our brothers and sisters, and we have a level of care for them. And of course, eros, which is more of an exciting kind of love. We might say in love. A lot of times people uh, equate eros with eroticism, and, and, and indeed the words have a common root. But that's not really what the scripture is talking about. It's talking about an enthusiastic kind of love. Like we would say we're in love with someone. I'm in love with my wife. I'm enthusiastic. I want to spend my life with her. I want to spend time with her. So there's, a, there's an eros. There's an enthusiastic love when there's someone that we are in love with. But the word that is most often used in scripture to describe God's love for us, and indeed the love that we are called to share towards one another, is that word agape. And we, we, we hear that bantered around. And what it really is best reflected in is self-sacrificial love which I, I think is best described as parental love. In fact, in, in a number of places in the scriptures, when the, when the author of the scriptures or even Jesus himself wants to describe God's love for man, he describes it in maternal terms. Isaiah writes that God is like a mama bear. You're, you know, we know what a mama bear is, right? That, that mama that will do anything to protect her children, anything to care for her children, anything to provide for her children. That kind of ferocious love. Isaiah describes God as like a mama bear. Jesus describes God, or even himself, as a hen who gathers her chicks under her wings. That protective covering that that uh, a hen or even or, or most birds would have of their chicks to sacrifice themselves if necessary to protect her chicks. See, maternal love is extremely important in our understanding of God because we all know that a mom, the mother's love is, I'm ready to sacrifice anything, even my life right now, this very day, this very moment, I will sacrifice anything for my children. And that love describes the love God has for us. And it's the love that we are called to have for one another. That we are willing to sacrifice for one another. We are willing to give to one another. We are willing to share. It is an active love. It's not a warm, fuzzy feeling we have for people. You know, believe me, I, you know, God calls me to love a lot of people that I don't particularly have a warm, fuzzy feeling towards, right? But God calls me to love them, to be active in my care and concern for them, not just wishing them well, but serving them well. St. Thomas Aquinas defines love, and I think it's an important distinction. He says, working for the other's good. I will work for your good. We're all called to do that in different ways. But we all should take that calling seriously. How has God, God called me to work for the good of those in the church? That is what St. John just says defines 
the Christian life. Too often, especially since, in, since the fourth century when the church began battling all kinds of heresies, it seems that Christian life was defined in terms of creeds and, and what we believe and agreeing with Orthodox Christianity. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing. We should all know what Orthodox Christianity is and give it our belief. But that is not the definition of a Christian. You can recite the creed all day and all night. St. John tells us it is our love that defines us. It is our love for one another that makes us followers of Christ. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and that you not only have called us to love, but you have given us the example of love. That in your incarnation, you loved us even to the shedding of your blood for us. Give us grace to follow that example, to love one another, not just in word or in thoughts, but in actions as we care for one another, as you have taught us, we pray to the Lord.